Hey people, welcome to Two Scoops of Truth. On this podcast, I'll be dishing out words of encouragement, inspiration, motivation, and lots more. If this is your first time tuning in, please subscribe in order to get the notification when a new episode is available. To all my listeners, thank you for coming on board on this amazing journey as we learn and grow together. So, fasten your seatbelts, sit tight, and enjoy the ride as I serve you two scoops of truth. Well, hello, my amazing listeners. I have a guest for you today. My guest is really beautiful. (laughs) really worded and just you know all shades of fun so get ready you know sit tight enjoy the ride as we serve you two scoops of truth and guess what there are two people on today's episode so hey definitely two scoops (laughs) so lady b as i call you sometimes um do you want to say hello to the listeners tell us a bit about yourself or would you like me to introduce you Anyone that works. Hi, everyone. It's good to be here. My name is Olu Bukola. Well, she called me Mammy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I call her Mammy. I call her Boo Boo or anything that comes to mind, you know. But she's just an amazing friend that I actually met during the pandemic um, on a virtual app that a lot of people were going on. Um, during the pandemic a lot of friends were you know people were meeting friends and I just fell in love with your heart for God and your love for people but let's not go too much into it tell us a bit about yourself and um, just your walk with God um, Olubukola. Okay well uh, my name is Olubukola. I'm a single mom I'm um, I'm a health worker I love to cook I love dancing I love praising God I do a lot of crazy creative stuff so anyway let me not go too much into that um my work with God started when I was a bit younger well I'm from a Muslim background interesting to know (laughs) I fell in love with Jesus you know when I was a kid I used to draw I don't do that anymore too much of you know I used to draw so I had this bible book that would just look look at the pictures and draw and I fell in love with I wanted to be a Christian but I didn't know how and um, luckily for me um, I became a Christian in school my secondary school and from there you know God has been showing me so much so much and even though my work with God wasn't that serious Mm. until you know I started growing deeper deeper and you know a lot of times I'd fallen off but I'm, I'm so happy in my journey we got right now because it's an, on a different level. It, it's come with a lot of intentionality and, you know, so much has been happening. Of course, it's been a smooth ride. I'll just say my journey with God is grace. I'll use wow. the word grace. Wow. Grace. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I'm so impressed by what you just said. Um, so today, ladies and gentlemen, I invited uh, Bukhala to talk about um something that we had discussed privately that blew my mind and i was amazed at the revelation that god was speaking through her um today's anchor scripture is in exodus chapter 14 we're going to be talking about our favorite people in the bible the children of israel (laughs) you know how we love to judge them but really we are them because we 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 have similarities with the children of israel you know the israelites with clearly loved by God, but had moments where they complained and couldn't see how, what God was doing in their lives until when God did it. <laughs> so we'll call it, we talked about um, 
how when the children of Israel kind of going from verses from verse 10 actually and I'm using the NIV I don't know what scripture you use I know you love the message translation but I <laughs> want to oh thank you I want to ask you for the for the listeners um I almost said viewers <laughs> maybe we'll go <laughs> to <laughs> YouTube one day but anyway I want to ask you what is your take on how the ch- children of Israel dealt with their their situation while they were at the Red Sea and how can we relate to that in in this day and age hmm. well that's a deep one <laughs> well <laughs> like I was saying earlier trust in God it's a process mm. right and it takes a lot it takes a lot of faith mm. a lot of patience it's not easy. You don't arrive there one day. It's a process. Like I said, trusting God is a process. Come on. And you know, if God is taking you through so much, I, I will start with my own personal life. I've been through the autos of life. I've been to the point of, you know what, God, I'm not doing again. I don't know mm-hmm. what you want to do, but at, at the end of the day, I still have to go back to him because mm-hmm. like my son will always say, he knows what he's doing, mm-hmm. right? So why not just trust the one that knows what he's doing? Of course, I can say that, yes, like you said, we're like Israelites, mm-hmm. we doubt. If something doesn't work our way, we'll definitely, we're all human. You know, we get into that stage that we're, we're frustrated. Nothing mm. seems to be working. Mm. And you get to that point, like the Red Sea. Yeah, they were there. They were confused. They looked back and they saw the Egyptians. And, you know, in front of them was a sea. Like, of course, they will cuss at our Moses that, why <laughs> did you bring us out? Like, you have just left us to die. Mm. And it's true. A lot of, I've been angry at God. <laughs> like, why drown? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I remember the time I was going through a very tough time in my life. And I was like, I was like, you know what? Your time is really messed up. I don't know what you really want to do. But at the end of the day, I felt bad because I was like, thank God. He knows what he's doing. Wow. He knows. He has seen the end of your life even before you were born. Like the Bible says, he knows every stages of our life. He knows when you were conceived. You know, he, he conceived in your mother's womb. God that planned you out already has your life planned out. Wow. So why would you doubt that he's going to do something? I wouldn't blame them if I were in their shoes. I would do the same. <laughs> this is just reality. Really, I'd be like, okay, you should have just left me there to die. Then, you know, because they couldn't turn back. Mm. If they turned back, that was the end of them. And there was a Red Sea right in front of them. And, you know, God did the unimaginable. You know, and, you know, a lot of times in our lives, we get to the crossroad that we don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. We can't turn back. We don't know whether we're going forward. We don't know what to do. We're just there. Mm-hmm. That's the moment that we should trust God the most. Wow. That's the moment that we should trust God the most because the unimaginable happened at that moment. Mm-hmm. Even if it doesn't, this is God that brought them out of Egypt. Right. With all the miracles and all that, like, I don't know. I don't want to go too far. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. And I'm still going to come back to that. I I, I appreciate you saying what you said, because it's easy for people to relate to our personal experiences. I like that you use your personal story of when you felt like, God, your time in, I mean, hey, and like the Israelites, they were like, why did you just not let us die? You brought us out here to drown. (laughs) This is more painful. (laughs) So thank you for for harnessing that point. Um, Another thing I want to talk about is the fact that would you say that the children of Israel, I don't know why I keep calling them that, but would you say that they, they lacked faith and in God um, and were so quick to blame in him as opposed to asking for help, which a lot of us do. Mm. And have you been in a situation like mm. that? 
Hmm. I'm I'm going based on hmm. verse versus um uh verse. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was 10 and 11 that made me wonder like it's like in the middle of it they they looked up <laughs> and they saw that they mm. then they became terrified and then they cried out to god so which one is it you're terrified you're crying out to god then immediately you blame moses so what exactly was their problem from your point of view and mm. do we as christians in this day and age we're recording this in 2022 for whoever's listening to this in in the future you know what would you mm. say that do we do we react like this as well have you been in a situation mm. where you reacted this way yes you use the word terrified terrified mm. afraid not sure you know you're like you don't know the way out mm. right and um yeah in this day and age the, the pandemic the world is filling out gradually so many things are happening you don't know what's going to come out tomorrow it's like when a season of pandemic from one pandemic to the other like I was telling someone yesterday that it's like when season three or is it four? We don't know what's gonna happen, you know, the, the the year after, you know. But the truth is, right? That's why the Bible says you should guard your heart with all diligence, right? Wow. Is it's possible for them to be angry with God because they've been in labor for a very long time. That's true. It's almost like you've been suffering for a long time. You've been in, you know, you've been struggling from one thing to the other and you before you know you get comfortable with that suffering mm. even if a way comes for you you're not sure is the way because you're used to that situation you're used to you're comfortable you're in the comfort zone of suffering god forbid that we'd be in the comfort zone of suffering right but mm. they got to that stage that they were comfortable even though they knew the way labor they've been laboring for a long time they didn't see deliverance coming their way wow. right and they even when that. they saw deliverance they, they didn't they were not ready for it because they didn't think it they was were possible. Not, hmm. Yeah, they didn't think it was possible. They were not ready for it. That's why it's so important that when you're going through your trials, you know, to keep at it, you know, keep trusting God, keep reading the word, because that's what carries you through. Hmm. Without the words, you're finished. The enemy will finish you. Wow. That even if deliverance comes, you're not even sure it's deliverance. You'd be so, you know, so engulfed in your pain that to even look up to God will be a big problem, which I think happened to them. Because mm-hmm. after all that God had done, you know, in Egypt, the they were still in doubt. Yeah. yeah. They were still <laughs> frustrated, true. angry. Yeah, they were they were bitter. To me, I think they were stiff necks, like the Bible said. They were very stiff. Yeah. Like they, even even after God brought them out, I'm sure that's a story for another day. They still went back to worship idols, you know. <laughs> People got saved, like you get. And I think most Christians, most of us are like that. Yeah. You know, forgetting what God has done. We have what I call a spiritual amnesia. Wow, you know, she's preaching. Guys, <laughs> she's preaching. <laughs> you know, God takes you through one battle, you know, and you know, another one comes. The reason why you're going through that battle is because you're still going to face more, but you have to learn from that one to move forward to the next one and know how to go through it. Wow. But if you don't learn and you get into another one, you're going to think God hates you. Mm, or, like, say that seriously, again. Like, say that again. <laughs> like, no, it's, it's deep. It's deep. If you don't learn from that, you know, and you feel like, why am I going through this? You feel like God hates you, but he doesn't. You only doesn't. test. You test. Yeah. Like, gold is being tested because there's more that can come out of it. It's, it's mm-hmm. refining. Oh, that's deep. Yeah. Thank you. Mm. And, and to work with God, you really have to be patient. Like I would say, Yoruba, without patience, you can't work with God. Because when you're patient with God, you will learn to trust him. 
Oof. You want to learn to trust him. I think we can get the offering right now because the pastor just preached. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I, I didn't expect this. I mean, this is, this is, I'm, I'm taking notes. I'm taking notes. You have to be patient with God. So the Israelites clearly weren't patient. I've been through these Israelite moments, you know, where mm. you just feel like all road, the roadblock, literal roadblock. But I love what Moses did. And I want us to talk about Moses briefly. Why is it that mm. Moses was able, is it the power of foresight? Is it the power of walking by faith and not by sight that enabled Moses to respond by saying, calm down. Um, and I paraphrase, like, don't be afraid, you know, saying mm. that the Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. So Moses mm. knew something that they yeah. didn't know. He says the Lord will cry for you, you know. So what is your take mm. on the fact that Moses didn't see things different? Is it because Moses walked with God or because Moses had seen God move and move and move that he just mm. knew and he trusted God? And is and that that's clearly where we need to be as Christians, I believe. But what is your take on mm. why why Moses was different? I'll give it to Uncle Moses. <laughs> he was a good leader. Oh my God. It takes a lot to be a leader. It takes a lot to be a leader. Oh my God. It takes a lot because leadership is all about service, right? Yeah. And it's about seven people. Um, I, 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 I'm not going to say I think. Moses has seen God move. Hmm. Oh my God. And God used him at certain times, you know, especially with the with Pharaoh you get he'd right. seen god move he had so much confidence that god was, was going to deliver before. them he was well there was a time he said if you don't go with me i'm not going remember he said it's just like saying you've got to say okay you know what Faye, i need you to leave um maybe you're in america i need you to move to canada you know canada is pretty cold it's colder than where you are you're like what I'm not going to that place. But you're like, you know what? If you don't go with me, I'm not going. And of course, if God's presence is not with you, why would you go alone? That means you're going to be all by yourself. But Moses has seen God. He's seen him move. Hmm. God has spoken to him, right? He has used him several times. And even when Moses was like, oh, and it's like you have a rod in your hand. Like, sorry, I keep saying mm -hmm. the rod, the staff. Mm -hmm. Rather, you have a staff right in your hand. Like you have the power. God has given him the authority. So he had so much confidence in that word. And mm -hmm. that's the level God wants us to get to where we build a strong intimacy with God, Ooh. where we're not doubting anything, you I know, ever we die, we don't die. He's like saying, you know what? We die here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we die here. Mm -hmm. You know what? If you ever, you save you, you don't save me. You're still God. I'm still yeah. going to serve you. Like but, yeah. But a lot of times we, yeah, we want the good part. We always want the good part. We don't want to go through, I don't want to go through tribulations. Hey, but mm. tribulations build you. Mm. It builds your Christian faith. It builds your relationship with God. Because when you go through those tribulations, you will know how to help other people get through whatever thing they're going through. Because the truth about life is a lot of us, a lot of destinies are attached to our lives. A lot of us, oh, a lot of our lives are attached to other people's destinies, right? But mm. then if we don't go through it, it's like you can't give what you don't have. Hmm. right you can't give what you don't have if you haven't gone through it how would you understand another person's pain or struggle hmm. right he he was chosen despite the fact that you know he couldn't speak as much as you know he would love to God still right. chose him mm -hmm. he was chosen by God there's a difference being chosen by God and just hmm. you know just want to do things on your own hmm. right but you were chosen he was a chosen person by God he has seen God move Hmm. And God gave him all that power. And if, if there was anything, he always went back to God. That's true. I, 
I think a lot of times, most times you want to do it that way, human, you know, uh, human wisdom mm -hmm. without seeking him first, which, you know, God knows what is going to happen. So why won't you seek God first? But we're like, I don't know. Let me just do it my way and see how it works. No, I'm not going to play Jesus in my own life. No ways. No ways. So I think he, he got to that point that he, he was too confident in what God can do. You need to know who God is. You need to know who God is. I'm sorry, where's my friend and what have you done with her? Because you just literally, you were just preaching. I'm like, is this the same? But thank you, that was deep. And I'm sure when I'm listening to this again, I'm just going to be digesting all the revs. Um, and I'm, 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 I'm amazed. One thing I picked from what you said was having intimacy with God. Moses was very intimate. He knew the ways of God, not just the works of God. Like the Israelites, they were just more like, give me, give me, give me, give me. Okay, tell yeah. me, okay what's going to happen now, but I'm, I'm going to move a bit from that and just wonder, why do you think I have my, I have my reasons, but why do you think God waited to what looks like last minute um, to take them to the Red Sea? It's like, you could have just taken them somewhere else, but took them to the sea. There was, there were different ways, but he took them, took them, to, sorry, took them to the sea. <laughs> and it was, it seemed like a roadblock only for the Egyptians to still follow after them. Do you think that, that, you know, it was because God wanted to do something to, to Pharaoh or just to show the children of Israel that, Hey, trust me. What is your take on that? That's my interesting part of the story. <laughs> That's interesting part of the story for me. Mm -hmm. Like Moses told them, the Lord will fight for you. Mm. Right. And you just need to be still. When he said something, he said, the Egyptians just see now you will see them no more. Hmm. it was time for him for god to end their pain right and the only way he could do it was you know what like the Yorubas would say that um there's a prayer the prayer your enemies keep following up to you and all that it gets to a point that if they so god has shown them because even with all the things they would have repented right there and there right they still went after them it shows you that a lot of times, you know, you, you think that you're running away from whatever battles you're facing. It's only God that can fight your battles, actually, wow. and fight it to the finish. Hmm. And God wanted to end that era of their life, that era of slavery. Hmm. And he had to allow wow. them. He had to allow the Egyptians follow them all because he needed to end that part. Era. Like, you know what? Hmm. I'm going to end that part of slavery in your life. So mm. you would see it, that I wanted to deliver die. you, mm -hmm. deliver you from whatever it was that was chasing you. And, you know, the, the, it was like God led them to their own death. Mm. Like, you know what, we're <laughs> going to get destroyed today. And mm. that was it. Mm. And also God had to show, he had to show them that, see, I'm going to deliver you today. I'm actually going to set you free today. And Moses was so confident of that, that he had to tell them, the Egyptians you see today, you will see them no more. Hmm. you will see them no more and that was it to me that to me that was the most amazing part of because god had to bring them through it and he did not bring them through it like that you know he allowed them like you know what we're going to go after these people mm -hmm. he parted the red sea for them allowed the israelites to go through and hmm. when it was time to and those also were not afraid they're like okay i need to follow <laughs> you you know and that's it they just that was just it for me as in God is the only one that can fight your battles to the end. That's true. You can't do it yourself. You can't. The battle is ease, not yours. Hmm. It's just the only one that can fight it for you. So wow. why not just trust him? Wow. I like that you keep using the word trust him because it sounds simple. Like you always say, like a five letter word, but it's the 
it's the it's the no chicken the maggie chicken mm. of, of <laughs> the seasoning of you know the whole thing it, it spices up your relationship with god mm. and i feel like yeah. god in verses 17 and 18 was very intentional he did all that um just so that he could take the glory so that the, Israel- yeah. the israelites can know and egyptians can know that wow their god is bigger mm. than you know whatever god that they they serve so ultimately we just have to to trust him like you said mm. um but I want to I want to flip a little bit away from the Israelites and, and talk about the word trust. And if you, you know, mm. a situation in your life where you, you know how you say when I'm in this situation, I'll do this. But then you get there, and you don't. How were you able to <laughs> encourage yourself and remember the Red Sea moments and remember the things he had done and trust him? And was there anyone in the Bible that and any Bible character that you say you can resonate with that has helped you be it like Esther or David or Joseph, someone, uh, you know, and you can take a minute to think that helped you during that season where you had to encourage yourself to trust God, because I want people who are listening, who are, who are not even Christians to say, well, if Bukala can do it, I can do it. I don't want to look at, look at the Israelites. I need a real life practical example. Thank you. Hmm. Oh, wow, that's deep. <laughs> that's <laughs> I'm sorry, deep. I put you on the spot. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I'll say my journey has been quite, um, I will use tough and beautiful. I'll use tough because, um, tough first, actually, because one, um, trust is a process, right? Mm. And trust that God takes a lot. The waiting season is always the hardest. Girl. Hallelujah. Yeah. It's not easy to wait on God. It's not easy. But if God has given you a promise, oh my God, you can take that word to the bank and cash it. Because it's God's word. That's his word. His word would never, his word would never fall back to the ground. It would never go back to him void. God is his word. Hmm. And he is, the word has to become flesh to us Hmm. for us to, you know, relate and resonate with it. Um, I'll use an instance in my life. There was something I was waiting for so desperately, you know, I was, I knew that it was like, God kept saying, don't worry, you're going to get it, you're going to get it, you're going to get it, get it. And unfortunately, it didn't happen. But mm. fortunately, God came through for me. He had told me that, you know what? Be still. Mm. I know that I'm God. Mm. You know, another thing that made me drift a bit was fear. Because I was wow. like, oh my God, why are you telling me to be still? Mm. Yeah. Why are you telling me to be still? Is something going to happen? You know, it's like I was I was so expectant. You know, mm. I wanted, I was really looking forward to that. And when it happened, I won't lie, when when the thing happened, I know I burst into tears. But I kept hearing a very still voice. Because I be still, I'm God. Mm. Be still. That calmed me down a bit. But then, you know, I couldn't cease from that moment of doubt and fear mm. that, oh, my God, like, is this what you're, is, is what you're trying to say? Or were well, you not going to do it? you're bigger than this Hmm. but you know god has to take all the glory at the end of the day he has to take all the glory people say oh god likes to show off i'm like no he's a show himself Hmm. he has to take all the glory Hmm. you know and what one one uh, bible character that really resonated with me at that part is anna in the bible Hmm. oh my god It's not easy to wait. (laughs) I won't lie because it's not easy. And, you know, um, for me, if I drift away from the word, I'm going to be in fear and doubt. I'm going to be worried about a lot of things. Yeah. But the moment I go back to the word, yeah. 
the moment I go back, and it's like it's like an energy, like a plug, like someone plugs you to light. It's like, oh, and I'm like, why did I even drift away from the word? This was what I did it all along, you know. So it's so important, you know, waiting on God to also walk with God. Mm. You're waiting, walk with him. You can't do it by yourself. You're waiting, walk with him. And while you're walking, you're listening, you're worshiping, you're praising, you're studying, you're observing, because God's going to show you things, you know, and some things might look foolish to you, but hey, he's God. You wow. can't question him. And, you know, Anna waited for several years. It wasn't a year, two, seven. Oh, my God. For me, I'm like, what? Hmm. You know, and even when the promise came, she had it. She, like, she had it. She was like, well, you know what? The moment she made that vow, like, you know what? When you give him to me, whatever you give to me, I'm going to give back to you. Yep. How, many, how many things has God given you that you've given back to him? Have you given him your time? Have you given him yourself? You know? It's not like you get you get what you want and you forget about it. No, he didn't give it to you just to make you happy. It's for you to serve him whatever it is that he's given to you, wow. right? So at the end of the day, it still belongs to God. How much of that can we give back to God? Wow. I can continue. I think I'll just I, I, I could look. I could listen to you all, all through just talking about this. I can tell that you, it's very passionate to you. I think that. Um, you're very passionate about talking about the word and trusting God because you've walked the walk and now you can talk the talk. You've walked through it. Mm -hmm. And so as I'm listening and I'm sighing, it's because it's deep. And, and I, I try to just let my, my guests talk and encourage people because that is my, my first assignment to encourage. So I'm okay with you going on and on about this because, hey, you're blessing someone. Um, I like that you used your practical example of the fact that you were afraid, but you went back to the word. So I'm reiterating this for the listeners that what our guest is saying is stay planted. When you feel afraid, go back to what God has said and hold on to it because his word never fails. He, she said, you can take it to the bank and cash it out. God is faithful. She's been through it. She's walked through it. Hannah has encouraged her. And, you know, there's so many people in the Bible, but this is a real life person. We may not know Hannah, but we can hear from Bukala and we're hearing that she's walked through it. She's been through it, but she's trusting God. And, you know, she's always going to trust him because he's never failed her. You know, I hope I recapped what you said in, in a nutshell. <laughs> I <love> that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I mean, I've been blessed. Um, just before you leave, I still want you to share an encouragement just to someone out there but a specific person based on the emails I've been receiving in this season, I'm going to be talking about the things that some of the things I'm learning in the waiting room. Um, but mm. before, before you leave, I want I love that, the waiting oh, room. <laughs> thank you. What, before you leave, I want you to share your faith. I think I know it and maybe it's different per season. What's your favorite scripture and why? And also mm. I want, I want you to speak directly to someone who was born in a different faith like you and now they're mm. in christ and they don't really understand the word because it's it's complicated how can you encourage them to have a better relationship with god with the holy spirit with jesus you know or fellowship and those are the two things i like mm. really. so <laughs> first thing first your favorite scripture and why and then the, the final words of encouragement to that specific type of person listening okay i'm gonna use my favorite scripture and that's jeremiah 29 11. 
<laughs> oh god i'm <laughs> i'm gonna read i don't think um, you know mine because i have so many <laughs> oh really but this is my favorite like it is it has always been my favorite and i keep going back to it hmm. a lot of times um, can you say it to so, us please for those of <laughs> jeremiah 29 11 uh, I'm going to start with a message. Of course, you know that I love message. Yes. <laughs> that's that's yes. my Bible. <laughs> that I know the plans I have with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, please read it to okay. us in the message if you can. I'm going to read it to you in the message, and I'm going to start from 10 to 11. It says, this is God's word to you, someone out there listening. This is God's word to you. He says, I'm going to start from here. He says, I'll show up and take care of you, as I promised. Hmm. Right? and bring you back home now what's home home is rest wow home is where you find love peace you know that's a difference between a house and a home right mm -hmm. so home is where you find peace you find rest you're full of happiness you're joyful you're comfortable you're yourself you know there's no anxiety there's no fear there's no oh you know i don't know but you know home is rest mm -hmm. and he says i know what i'm doing hmm. i have it all planned out hmm plans to take care of you and not abandon you there's nobody out there that god created to abandon you're special you are god's greatest investment hmm. he didn't take his time to make a nobody you're special you're loved by god don't for any second think that god hates you he loves you i don't know what season you are in right now but in that season I want you to trust God. He says plans to give you the future you hope for. He knows what you need. Wow. He knows what you want. And he's going to give it to you in his own time. The time that suits you, that's best for you. I know you're going through it. Whatever it is you're going through, you're going to come out of it beautiful. Amen. Just trust him. It may take, you know, it may take years, whatever it is. In the process, while you're waiting on him, walk with him hand hmm. to hand. Let him lead you. Let him be the compass that directs your life. Just trust him. Trust, trust, trust and obey. God loves you. I hope I'm, I've been able to help someone today. You have. I'm clapping and I'm like, what? I think when you listen to this afterwards, you would also be amazed the same way that I'm amazed because this has blessed oh. me. Like, Bukola, I'm, it, it has been a pleasure interviewing you. It has been a pleasure hearing your thoughts, hearing you minister the word based on your, your, your walk with God. Clearly, you have you have walked with God like Moses and you trust him. And even when life throws anything at you, you can go back to say, God's got me. So thank you so much for being on this show. I hope you've had fun as much as I have. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I hope to thank have you, you so back. Much for having maybe, me. Aw, maybe for season five. This has been Aww. great. I've really had fun um, listening to you, being encouraged. And I pray that whoever's out there that's confused, that the words that our guest has said today would resonate with you, will simmer in 
and will encourage you because iron sharpens iron and you know we're here just to be an encourager with the scoops of the truth and the truth is the word of god so stay planted in the word hallelujah (laughs) (laughs) and keep trusting him thank you so much olubukola it was a pleasure having you and god bless you god bless you too thank you for having me thank you bye listeners we love you Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, please like, rate, subscribe, and share. Or you can take a screenshot and share with your friends on your social stories. Have a lovely day and God bless you. If you'd like to be a guest on the Two Scoops of Truth podcast, please send me a message on Instagram, the page is Two Scoops of Truth, T W O S C O O P S O F T R U T H. Thank you.